Hey, hey. Hello. It is Wednesday and... It's Tuesday. I know, but (laughs) you're going to hear this tomorrow. (laughs) But thanks for messing it up. No, you know what you're tuning into. You're tuning into Cannabis and Chardonnay. It's your girl, Sin, a.k.a. She is New Day. Stylist. Creative, (laughs) Creative bully. And outrageous... She was supposed to join us today, but she's having a little bit of a technical difficulty. So she's going to try to see if she can chime in when her internet connection is clear. Um, and I know she's going to be devastated because today we are talking about the Kanye West. What? Yes, we're talking about Kanye West. The whole world is talking about Kanye West. Creative. Have you heard about what happened with Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was actually just listening to his uh, Charlemagne interview. And I'm glad you said that because I have that cued. And I want to open the show up with just a few of his statements. So I'm going to play this and let the people hear what the fuck Kanye is going through right now. (laughs) (laughs) Going through something. Can you hear it? Yes, my brother. Or not? Lately out and about. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, so the first question is, how are you? I'm feeling good. Because the last time uh, I think people heard about you in the news was Kanye West was having a mental breakdown. So mentally, where are you? Um, I think I'm in a stronger place mm-hmm. than, I ever, than I ever was after the, the breakdown, or I like to say breakthrough. What do you, what do you, what do you think uh, caused the mental breakdown? Fear, stress. Control, being control, manipulation, like being a, a pawn and a chess piece of life, mm. stressing things that that create like validation that I didn't need to uh, worry about as much, and uh, you know that just this the concept of competition and being in competition with so many you know elements at one time. So. I'm going to stop it there and preface the conversation for all of our listeners. Tonight, there is no cannabis. There is no Chardonnay. And the reason for that is because this is a sobering fucking topic. And the reason for that is because this man is so polarizing that he literally can stop the world. And I'm just... I don't understand. I don't understand why we're being shown these things. And so today we're dedicating the whole show to the, the multiple interviews that Kanye has given. Um, and I think most of the world is waiting for me to say his, his, uh, his infamous statement in which he says, and I quote, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. You were there for 400 years, and it's all of y'all. It's like we're mentally imprisoned. Stylus is looking at me. <laughs> Stylus, <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and elaborate on that. How, what, what do you feel about that statement? Other than the natural, what did this motherfucker just say? I mean, like, for my opinion is that, you know, we don't, the only choice we don't have in this world 
is being born for the most part. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whoever would choose to be tormented and, you know, pillaged and raped and held back from their own history for 400 years must have a lot of self-hate. And I, from what my history readings have showed me is that our ancestors did hate themselves like uh we do in America. melanated <laughs> people nowadays mm-hmm. hate themselves mm. we didn't have tv back then exactly <laughs> but let's just deal with the fact that he made this statement creative what do you feel about this statement how did it make you feel uh let me see <laughs> no feeling at all. He said, "Let me pick which feeling got ignited. What was evoked?" All right, I feel like I'm a very um, go against the grain person, very strong, and don't have a lot of fear. But when I think about, like, if we take it back to the slavery time when everybody was enslaved, mm-hmm. when I think about a rebellion. Like, straight up, I feel like I don't want to get shot, stabbed, or hung. Exactly. And that would be the first thing to come to my mind. Like, we have the numbers, but not everybody's on board. hmm So, I don't want this pain inflicted on the few that will rebel. hmm So, I feel like I would have I been enslaved. That's a true-ass statement. Like, that's a real-ass statement. And I feel like the statement that he did make, I wasn't even affected by it. Like, where I'm like, oh, my God. oh my! I just was like, what the fuck did he just say? I know he didn't just say that. But I think the reason why I felt some kind of way is because people are magnifying and putting all of the attention on his statements. But they're not looking at what he's saying in its complete context. Like he didn't just pop out with this statement. And you mentioned earlier, you know, you were just watching his uh, Charlemagne interview. Well, I watched that first thing this morning and literally I had so many different emotions, but none of my emotions were negative. I felt like he articulated everything that he was going through, why he was doing what he was doing and how he was feeling and how all of these things were affecting his choices. And so I took it from a perspective of, okay, he is kind of coming out and telling us a lot of the stuff that we had questions, you know, about when he had his breakdown. But I think the world wasn't ready for him to walk in his complete truth, which happens to be like, you know what? I don't agree with the president, but I can see the intention behind what he's trying to do. So he makes that statement and he, he wants to break the status quo. He wants to star, I'm sorry, stir us up on the inside and cause us to have these kind of conversations. And I think that the climate that the world is in right now, race is one of those favorite cards. They like to just dangle and play with and, and everybody kind of like they get affected by it, but they also get affected for all of the wrong reasons. Am I making sense? Yeah. And I feel like because he has this album coming out, you know, in the next month and a half, 
he's going to be getting a lot of attention, a lot of shine. And he's doing exactly what he's always said he's been doing, is changing the mood on people's mood ring, which means he knows that these statements and these things that he says is going to stir people up, provoke them to think, and change their emotional stance. However, you know, now you have six different publications that have only magnified his slavery statement. And nobody else is looking at the fact that a man had a mental breakdown. And even though he did say some things that came off as a rant, it was shit that needed to be heard. And so it's like, why is he the only one saying these things? Because I know he's not the only one who feels that. I've been in rooms with famous people or celebrities, whatever you want to call them, where they've said some things and I'm just kind of like scratching my head, you know, but it takes someone to say something, wouldn't you think? Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit confused and, you know, only for the nature of that they say, you know, like when, when confusion is present, you know, the devil is. So, and the devil is in the detail. And right now I feel like, you know, everything is allowed once you're actually on TV. Everything is monitored and filtered like mining gold. You know what I mean? So when I look at the situation, I mean, I think it was a necessary attention grabber. Mm-hmm. I think it was needed to stir up the mm-hmm. fire because, you know, a lot of people I feel like are losing passion in life right now. Suicide rate is increasing, drug addiction, all these different things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can we really inspire and shake people without being threatening? And Kanye is like, he may say he's more Malcolm. But I, from my perspective, I don't see Malcolm, but I do see someone who has a a, uh, what you, a platform mm-hmm. and access points to express small ideas as if they were tweets. And I think that's what, you know, the guy Lathan was talking about when he said, hey, while you're making music and being an artist and living the life you know, that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that comes from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed. I'm appalled. And brother, I'm unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something to me that's not real. And and at the same time, you know, like... I do appreciate the conversation because it mm-hmm. is it is needed, you know, because we I believe the human race is we're all constantly evolving, yet we're still re- regurgitating the same information. Mm-hmm. However, there's a gap because there's a moment in one's life where they real life kicks in and the, the nature of research and studying out of love and passion is kind of like thrown to the wayside or forgotten because real survival kicks in and the research that you do take on isn't necessarily about happiness, if not often, uh, you know, methods of survival of how can you take care of yourself in this world Mm -hmm. that makes you feel like you're alone. And this whole slavery thing, at the end of the day, 400 years, but no one ever talks about what she did bring up in the interview you know, we, we don't really talk too much, I believe, about, you know, what happened before. Why is it that everything about the indigenous or the African-American, I mean, the African 
uh, or melanated ones, why is it that they they always resort to slavery? Why won't they talk about the kings and queens beforehand? Why don't they talk about the practices or anything? Most people have to wait till they get to college to even find the course to find out about their actual roots. And, and keep in mind, slavery, I, I believe, because, you know, they called, you know, the melanated ones like the indigenous, you know? Uh -huh. And at that time, there was bows and spears and things like that from our ancestors. And, and, and the Chinese actually introduced, gun, you know, gunpowder. And, and then the musket came along and, you know, they started distributing it to the Europeans. And then with the, the, the actual, based upon my research, is that the Europeans actually were going to the Africans or the melanated ones to purchase gold, to barter for gold. But once they got their hands on gunpowder, they found a resolution to sell uh, on the A side to... Uh, the melanated and Africans to to help them with their warfare, like oh you guys are outdated, have a gun, shoot somebody. Why do you need to get all bloody and messy, right? Mm -hmm. However, the crazy part about it is that through that gateway of enticing them with gunpowder, then the Europeans found a way to barter slavery. Thus, four hundred years of slavery. Dang. And do you think that's why people are still like like the things that he's saying is kind of like is really causing a stir. Like I'm trying to get to the bottom of like, okay, here you are. You have this artist who's coming out with the album, and you have this artist that everybody knows is known for giving polarizing statements and speaking his mind, whether you believe or stand with him or not. People know this. But he makes the statement now about slavery and people are like ostracizing him. He's not allowed to have an opinion. They're blaming the fact that he's dating the Kardashians. You've got the Bloods, I mean, I'm sorry, the Crips, you know, Daz putting out a Crip call on him like, hey, listen, you have my permission to, to see him. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, wow, all of this over a statement. Have we really evolved to a point in the country where people really can't have their own opinions and maybe you know he should be fighting this fight so that people could it, it will drop the veil because I think a part of us as a country as a world we're still living in this dream state of mind and I don't know what that is for some people right and I guess that's what the guy is, is saying to Kanye where he's like listen you're rich and you're famous you know you earned it and so you know, I get it, but at the same time, as a regular person, we still have to endure certain shit. But let's ask ourselves, regular people, right, that still have to endure certain shit, are you even experiencing these things? I mean, have you asked yourself why you're experiencing these things? Is it really because you're black? Is it really because you're white and you're rich and, and you're an elitist, so that means... You know, you're going to look down at people. Is that, it's like, these are the type of conversations that always get me stirred up because I'm mixed. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, I think about that too. Like, damn, 400 years of slavery, like, and the only rebellion that we really know of is the whole Nat Turner thing. Because you know Nat Turner and Kanye are trending right now on Twitter, right? And Harriet Tubman. And Harriet Tubman. And slavery. What? 
It's all trending, all based on this one Kanye conversation. Said Twitter, just like Trump. Exactly. So Kanye <laughs> goes on to TMZ Live, you know, and he basically he explains, and I'm gonna play this, he explains why, you know, he's in the mental state and why he had been, you know, kind of going rogue a little bit. And he explains that. So we'll take a listen to this because it's really, really interesting to hear him talk about you know, depression, to talk about drug addiction, to talk about, you know, self-esteem. He got liposuction. I'm like, that's a lot of information, Kanye. But there's something beautiful about his purge. And so let's get into it. Oh, or not. <laughs> TMZ's like, dun, 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 no. What happened last week with the Great America, uh, Make America Great Again hat? Yeah. What are you trying to do with the message you sent? Let's take that, too. Well, it was really just my subconscious. We're taught how to think. We're taught how to think. 